0: me see i finished the power on amazon it was okay i imagine there will be another season i don't know the way they're doing stuff now with the strike and you know they'll be like oh this is getting another season and then they'll take it back i don't know and i don't know how well it did so i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get another season but it definitely sets up so that this is i mean there's really no resolution to anything have you finished it yet
1: no i don't i i'm highly doubting that i'm gonna get back to it
0: it was meh. Oh, uh, let's see. I have started the second season of The Summer I Turned Pretty, which I love. And for some reason, that's the show that makes me cry. I don't know. It's like these people, they cry all the time in the show, which normally that doesn't bother me. Like someone can openly weep in front of me and I'm like, hmm, yeah, that's a bummer. But something about this show, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't let her cry alone. Think I'm going to I'm going to cry too. Yeah, I'm like four episodes into that. Maybe five. I don't remember. Um, And then we've watched the first three episodes of uh the new season of Only Murders. I know the fourth one has come out. We haven't gotten to that one yet. And then, I don't remember. Had I seen Blue Beetle when we recorded before? No, we were remember. talking
1: about going to see it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, saw it, loved it. Probably best... DC movie I've seen, in my opinion. Well, it really and, doesn't take much because DC yeah, yeah, movies you right. are
1: terrible. That's what
0: I said. I'm a Marvel girl, but if I were to rank a DC movie, that one would be my number one. And then I went to go see Barbie again today because I love it. And because it's National Cinema Day and tickets were $4, I paid more for a 20 ounce Coke than I did for the movie
1: ticket. No, I did not know that. I didn't know it was a thing today. I don't think they're doing that here.
0: Maybe. I don't know. It's national. It's everywhere.
1: Well, nobody's talking about it here.
0: Well, I saw it on a Facebook uh, news thing. Like, for some reason, my... You know that little news tab of your Facebook? Yeah. The, The genres that it thinks that I am interested in would absolutely blow your mind. I'm like, why are you showing me this article? But it just happened to get one thing right. It was like, next weekend is National Cinema Day. All tickets at a discounted price. And I was like, oh, really? And sure enough, four bucks for hmm. anything. Any any movie. My boss is going to see Gran Turismo. Is that oh, yeah. what it's called? Yeah, my yeah. kids really want um, to see that. She's going to see it at the theater where you sit in the seats, where they move, like, with the action on the screen. It's like normally an $18 ticket. Four bucks. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And that's it. My oldest wants to see Blue Beetle pretty bad. He wants, wanted to go alone well, for, since it's been out, like, it's been over a week. And he's really upset that he hasn't gone to see it yet.
0: I'll tell him my daughter's seen it twice now. So, <laughs> so soon.
1: he'll be back soon. Maybe <laughs> next weekend. Hey, Labor Day coming up. So maybe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, I've watched one and a half movies today. I don't even know why. I turned on the Dungeons and Dragons honor among thieves maybe yeah. i don't think I, it's got a colon i don't know what the the extra part <laughs> is the only reason i watched it is because my youngest is into and dragons because his dad plays it and because his dad plays it i boycott it in every way possible <laughs> i i sure it's something i'd probably love i have a whole group of theater friends that play it but because his dad plays it i think it's stupid and i don't want <laughs> anything to do with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so dumb it's so petty but it's so but but he, I'm had, here for it. he had seen it in the theater with his dad so i turned it on and um it was actually pretty enjoyable it was like three hours long so Oh my god gross Ugh. and then um, my oldest came home from work and was like well if you're watching this then you have to watch the flash with me he had already seen it at the drive-in but his younger brother had fallen asleep watching it at the drive-in so we turned it on and we're like i don't know 30 minutes in and i had to pause but anyways
0: is that the one with Ezra Miller Yes, I told him. I've him, heard
1: it's great. I told him, I'm like, I don't want to watch this because this guy's such a piece of shit. And I don't want I know. And, but And he just creeps me out. But, I mean, out of all the DC characters, he's the most entertaining. So, what is? I've
0: heard it's really good. But, yeah, yeah he is problematic. Who isn't nowadays?
1: Um, TV-wise, I've watched a couple of things. <laughs> I almost need to, like, cancel everything. Because the only thing I watch anymore is Peacock. And I watch old episodes of The Office. Um, we did a whole watch of New Girl um, because I think I gave up watching. May- it had been like season two or three after uh-huh. Nick and Jess got together and then broke up. I was like, I'm out. I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> and then it was re- really enjoyable. The kids and I quote it to each other now because there's some funny stuff. Like the "Are you the criminals from the statistics?" is my favorite line from that show. Um, anyways, also on there, we did. My son and I finished. We binged it in a day. We finished Twisted Metal. I was like, let's hold on through this first episode and see if we can get into it. And it got really good. they probably not going to have it come back for a second season, but it was really good and I liked it a lot. And then um, there's two seasons of it. It's called Killing It with Craig Robinson from The Office. I binged through the first season really quick and we're on to the second and it's really enjoyable too. And then the only other thing is um, the first episode of Ahsoka. I think I saw his name From Star Wars, Star Wars Rebels cartoon character that they've made into that she came into um, the Mandalorian and or was it Boba Fett? I don't know. It was. Mandalorian. I don't remember. (laughs) They merged together in my brain. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I think they've they've got things planned. I'm sure it'll like it'll get better. It was just it was like, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Oh, and I've Reservoir Dogs. I I've started Only Murders in the Building. I think I'm halfway through episode two and then I fell asleep and I haven't gotten back to it. So that's it.
0: All right. Well, there is one more thing. Uh, it's a YouTube channel that I'll give a plug for cuz they need my personal uh, recommendation for the three listeners that listen to us. It's called <laughs> Bright It's called Bright Sun Films and it's a guy named Jake and he goes, well, he, there's lots of different subsections of it, but one thing that he does that I really like is he goes to like abandon like rundown malls and old walmarts are just like old buildings and it's really really cool and then he does like segments on like companies who have gone bankrupt uh he did one on um uh action park i think is how i found him and they're real short. They're like twenty minutes. Maybe some of them are a little longer, but they're very interesting. That's something that Tweed and I watch at night. But anyway, that's something I recommend, and it's free. You don't have to have a subscription to all these fifty million prescription subscription prescription. I always screw streaming that up. Anyway, services streaming service. You don't have to have it. Anyway, hello! Speaking of streaming services, welcome to That's Original Podcast, where we talk about shows and movies that are on said streaming services. And I am Kelly, and I am here with my friend Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany! Hello. And the streaming service that we have been talking about recently is Freeform on Hulu. And the show that we are talking about is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. <laughs> and it is called Cruel Summer. I can't believe how bad this show is. And just when I think that it can't get any worse, surprise, it can get so much worse. It's terrible.
1: Where do you think this falls on the line of worseness from like Echoes to um, that? Oh, what what was that used to be her in the what is that one pieces of her pieces Pieces of her her. okay and then like
0: the first cruel summer too yeah this i this may be the worst i think this is the worst
1: i think concept wise i think these are smarter like they're like the i like like let's do the story like this and we'll tell it in this time frame i think that's smarter but written page is definitely these are the worst The dialogue alone, it makes it the worst. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and nothing makes sense, and we're going to get into it, and I'll bring up all of my concerns about nothing making sense. But anyway, you get to start us off on this adventure. It is episode four. It is called Springing a Leak, and hey, it's super obvious, but I believe it to be a double entendre.
1: Oh my god, I just put together why it says Springing a Leak.
0: (laughs) Come
1: on. I know. I was like, what is it? (laughs) Oh, I'm dumb. Anyways. Okay. As usual, these events took place on July 23rd, 1999, blah, 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 December 23rd. And funny how they all happen on the same goddamn day. You would think that these people would be like, I'm going to hide under my covers on this day because it was (laughs) shitty last year. But no, let's have some more turmoil because that's how we're dumb we are. So we're going to kick it off in summer as usual. in the past. Megan is standing in front of the mirror and she's moaning to Isabella, who is draped across her bed, about how she's bored because they do the same things every summer. Ugh. Like make sandwiches and like <laughs> haul suitcases. And she's so bored. She wants to live on the edge, be someone other than the girl that gets left out of Marco Polo. She wants to be somebody else. <laughs> So Isabella says, done. Unpredictable is my brand. So is being a student of life. So is saying a bunch of other cliche sayings that make me sound cool. (laughs) Yeah. Clash to winter. Uh, Isabella walks into Megan's room where Megan tells her that she's just read the coolest article about white hat hackers. How they look for security holes in big companies and fix them before hackers get in. Megan says she wants to do this while she's in college so she can help out her mom and Lily. And Isabella's more concerned is if Megan's going to go see Luke later. She's like, well, that's all great, but are you going to see Luke later? Suddenly there's this giant crash and Debbie is yelling. So the girls run downstairs to discover that the ceiling is leaking. They were on the second floor. Where is it leaking from? <laughs> Did, were they like peeing? Did they have the tub running? Where is it leaking from? I do not I do not know. Debbie says the pipes must have given out. So Megan apparently has the Palmer on speed dial because she's like, I'll go call him. And then there's this quick flash of future where we see slick back Crisco-haired Megan taking a bag of trash out in the middle of the night while someone's watching her. Well, of course, it's Isabella who is stalking her from the RV. So the minute that Megan walks away, she runs out to go grab Megan's old tampons and floss, I guess, because she's just going to go digging in the bag. But she opens it up and finds a flowered... Piece of fabric. I don't know what this was, and it's covered. Yeah, I don't in, know what it. It's covered in blood stains, and El- Isabel was is like, <gasps> "The horror!"
0: I was like, "What did you think you were going to find in the trash?" Also, she's just been keeping bloody clothes in the house, like when she's the. Subject of a murder
1: investigation, and then just goes and puts it in her and puts it outside in trash her can,
0: personal trash can, right? Where you know that once you do that, the cops yeah. can come and take anything out of your trash can. Pro tip: Don't throw anything away that is incriminating. Burn it. Take it to
1: even that you else. Can even your straw in your cup because then they can run your DNA yeah. without yeah. your okay because you discarded You're, it. Become I'm a just hoarder. recommend.
0: Don't break the law, but if you do become a hoarder and, and burn ne- everything. Don't, you don't put own. anything. Yes. Burn everything. Yes, burn your, your trash own. in the backyard in a burn barrel. That's not suspicious at all.
1: Apparently, yes. There sure. you go.
0: All right. So after the opening credits, we're still in the green bad summer, and Megan and her lawyer are talking in the kitchen. And he is pissed that she has yet again lied to him. She lied about dropping off Luke because, you know, Sheriff had the receipts. Here's the footage. You're not in it. Why? He wants to know where she and Luke really went. She says they drove around for a while and then they went to the cabin. He's like, that cabin? You mean the murder site? You should have mentioned that before. Like, I would fire this girl so fast. She lies about everything.
1: He totally clutched his pearls like <gasps> he did. And I wrote
0: I wrote murder with like 15 news the murder. Side. In the good summer, everybody's at the beach and they're having an awesome time. Megan calls Luke and Jeff over and says she wants to go somewhere different tonight because you know she's bored of all the usual stuff they do in Chatham. They talk about going to a bar in town, but it's a bar, so it's 21 and over. Isabella, you know, student alive, so worldly. She's like, most countries don't even have a drinking age. And I Googled that, and that is absolutely not true. But okay, Isabella. Most of the drinking ages are not 21. They are lower. They're 18 in most countries outside of the United States. But they absolutely do have a drinking age. Anyway, Luke says, well, Brent has a fake ID, but there's no way my elf on the shelf face could pass for Brent. You know (laughs) what I mean? And, no, he doesn't say that. He says that Brent would never let him use it. Jeff to the rescue. He says he is great at Photoshop, so he can make them some fake IDs. He suggests that Megan help because she's a, quote, unquote, computer genius. She says, sure, which blows Luke's mind because he's like, my goody two-shoes friend is actually doing something bad. Oh, Megan, scoundrel. <laughs>
1: I just wanted to see Jeff's Photoshop skills, and everybody's got, like, cat ears. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, got Snapchat filters on everything.
0: Oh, I was like, is, but was Photoshop around? And then I Googled that, too, because now I don't believe anything that the show tells me. Right. But, yes, in fact, Photoshop was a thing in 90, whenever this is, 99. Yeah, it's dumb.
1: It's always, it's just dumb.
0: Yeah, it's all dumb.
1: So in the wintertime, the plumber has already come and gone because he has said that it's going to cost $6,000 to repair this hole in their ceiling and he wants it up front. The sad thing with the plumber is he's not going to replace your ceiling, honey. He's just going to fix the pipes and you got to find somebody else to do that. So he's asking (laughs) a lot for $6,000. Just pro, pro tip, been down this road. Yeah, my mom too. Yep. So Megan says, okay, well, no problem. Let's just go into our emergency fund. And Debbie's like, "Uh funny story. I spent it on the roof last year and then Lily's retainer. And when she said Lily's retainer, I was like, what the fuck did Lily do that uh, she saw a lawyer? Her literal retainer. I paused and I Googled, how much does a retainer
0: cost? Because I was like, okay, full stop. The roof, that was a big expense, but that goddamn retainer. That put us in the red, Megan. I, I,
1: I don't know what to tell you. I know my kid has had like the Invisalign retainers and those were a couple hundred bucks. But maybe those together. And also, how much was in this emergency fund? I mean, Megan's put, been the only one putting any money in it, but it couldn't have been right. like that big of an emergency fund. But anyways, Megan is pissed because Debbie didn't tell her. And she's like, sorry, I didn't want to stress you out. Also, you're kind of a bitch when we talk about money. So (laughs) Um, Megan's like, well, you can't have it both ways. You can't lean on me to pay bills and also keep me in the dark. And she's like, it'd be nice if you were the grown up around here. And I was like, "Ooh, "Ooh, Megan. Megan says she has $900 in her savings. And Debbie says, no, we're not taking your savings. I will go to Steve. And I was like, finally, Megan steps in as the voice of reason and says, um, he's your boss and also your boyfriend, and I'm dating his son. There's, like, so many lines that shouldn't be crossed that we're crossing here. We ask him for money. And she says, we can't keep asking him for money. And I was like, well, who paid for the retainer? Was it him? Where's this other money? (laughs) And, well, of course, Isabella, who is always lurking and ready to, like, pop up whenever there's a pause in conversation, says, I can help. I have $5,000. My parents gave it to me as a Christmas present. And Megan says cool glad your parents are rich anyways back to our problems. and she's like no no I want to give you the money because you're like family to me <laughs> well, she says you're like family to me and Megan's like oh you too <laughs> <laughs> it's like Isabella is saving your ass right now and it is so clear that you're like mm, honey this ship has sailed we are not that close with friends anymore Debbie tells them all to pack a bag because they can't stay in the leaky house and I was like why not why not? It's I don't think the water is shut off to the whole house. You could still sleep there, but whatever. They're gonna go sleep over at her, her daughter's boyfriend's house, and I was like, after the sex tape, seems smart, seems yes. super smart. Uh huh. With the two girls that one he supposedly had a sex tape with, and the girlfriend. Let's bring them all into one house just for funsies.
0: And then the guy who allegedly. Made the sex right. tape and showed it at the party. That that nothing about this is is awkward or weird. No, it's probably going to be fine.
1: And stone cold Steve Chambers. So, <laughs> uh,
0: okay. In the summer good times, Jeff and Megan are working on those fake IDs, and they're talking about college. Jeff says he wants to go to film school. He loves film because he gets to make his own little world. He's putting the finishing touches on her ID and says, the only thing missing is the watermark, but that's impossible. Like we're not going to be able to do that. And she's like, we'll see about that. And then she does that thing that people on TV shows do where they just like type, 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 like, and, and you know, they're not actually typing anything. They're just acting. And magically she finds the code for the watermark on some website Jeff is like, "You're amazing." She gets a chat alert from someone named C Babbage Five, telling her that they could show her shortcuts for C++. And she closes the window really quick before Jeff can see it. I don't know if that's relevant at all, but I wrote it it down just in case.
1: Comes back later.
0: So Jeff puts the watermark into the ID, and boom, ID done. He looks at her and says, "We make a pretty good team." Back in the bad summer, still with Megan and the lawyer, he's saying how this doesn't look good, and he wants to know when the last time she saw Luke was. In the open concept that is this house, Debbie is listening from another room. She says early that Saturday morning. He asks if she's been back to the cabin since then. She lies and says no. He asks if there's anything else she hasn't told him. She again lies and says no. He says you need to tell me everything. We cannot afford any more surprises. Then she gets the guiltiest look on her face, like, lie better, Megan, this is terrible. I cannot believe that this lawyer is believing any of this bullshit coming out of her mouth.
1: Like her whole persona changed for in yes. six months, and that's like totally innocent. But I said last time she saw Luke, he was sitting quietly on a shelf. It was fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: watching her, but I know. it
1: was He always does that, so it's fine. I know, he's- so weird so back in summer megan and isabella are in the rv and megan is wishing she just could go back and erase the memory of her mom and dad kissing from her hat and i was like oh my god let it go (laughs) isabella tells her to put it in the rear view and keep moving forward and megan says um isn't that denial and Isabella's like well it's been working for me i mean (laughs) i left a trail (laughs) of crap behind me but i'll just keep moving forward And Isabella is, like, so happy because tonight's going to be so fun because Megan and Jeff are so cute together. And Megan says she feels like she can be herself around Jeff just like she can around Luke, you know, making sandwiches and being ignored. <laughs> <laughs> and then she asks if she can borrow one of Isabella's dresses. In the winter time. Megan doesn't want to go to Steve's because she doesn't want to be a brown Brent. And I was like, this is the only time that Megan has had a clear thought, like, in her whole year. <laughs> and debbie says she's sorry sex should be private but you know you could have told me that you and luke were having sex your first time that's special and megan's like I... yeah <laughs> first time
0: i'm so uncomfortable with this conversation
1: <laughs> i was like sure debbie <laughs> and,
0: and that, that looked like a first time sex it, did. Sex it totally yeah. did it totally did it totally did. totally yeah
1: and then she says, "I wish you hadn't seen that. Thanks for not making me feel bad about it. Like some other people in the other room who are probably listening to this conversation." Right. Back in the summer, Isabella is grilling Luke and Jeff and um, Megan about their fake ID personas. Like, "What's your birthday? Where are you from?" Blah blah blah. And says they shouldn't improvise because it sounds like they're lying. Because Luke goes off on this whole tangent about like who how cool he is, and they're like, "Yeah, you're not cool. Just like go up and say your birthday." Or just
0: show the ID. I was like, when has a bouncer ever asked you what city you were born in?
1: I know, because she's like, I like fast cars and beautiful women. And they're like, um, you do not. You like <laughs> Christmas and Santa. Um, <laughs> Megan just says her name and her birth date because that's all that she needed to do. And Isabella says, mm-hmm. that's fine. And they're like, well, don't you need to practice? And she's like, <laughs> Patty Highsmith does not need a dress rehearsal and just walks into the bar. And I said, why would they go to this bar where every grown-up they know will be?
0: And why is it
1: booming techno coming from this bar that is apparently just the local pub? She wanted to go to a club. they said, there is no club. There's only, like, the local bar. And being from a small town, our local bar does not have booming techno coming out of it. No. It's not happening. Anyways, then Luke, from his spot on the shelf, watches Megan and Jeff (laughs) flirt, and he's all sad about it. Like, ugh. You're definitely going a the naughty list, Megan.
0: <laughs> I'm telling Santa. <laughs> so Isabella, Megan, and Debbie have arrived at the Chamber's house for the sleepover. Lily is at a friend's house. I was like, lucky her. I really. know, right? <laughs> Megan's plan is just to pretend everything is okay. Isabella says they should have taken the money she offered. Anyway, they go in. Steve and Luke welcome them in, and then Steve calls for Brent. I was like, why? Why, why? are we forcing this awkward encounter? He doesn't come downstairs anyway, so it doesn't even matter. The kids go upstairs. Debbie asks Steve what's wrong. I hate this show. He says one of the investors pulled out because they don't want to work with someone who doesn't share his values. And Debbie's like, oh, that darn tape. She's shaking her fist. I was like, this is so dumb. Your son had sex, so we're not going to invest in your project.
1: He doesn't believe in sex tapes at Christmas. You say that shit for right. Arbor Day. Come on.
0: No. And God damn it, the principal was there. How, how <laughs> dare you, really? Steve says this basically means the project is done. I was like, sure. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Luke and Megan and Isabella are now in the kitchen. Luke tells Megan that Brent isn't going to college in the fall because his dad is making him stay and work for a while as punishment. I was like that seems like more of a punishment for Steve right whatever right <laughs> Then like randomly Megan asked to use the shower And Luke says, go ahead. There are clean towels up there. Alba made up the guest bed for you guys. And she even made those crispy potato things you like, Isabella. And Isabella's like, oh, my God, no way. I miss those so much. And Megan just purses her lips. She doesn't want to be reminded that they used to bang and eat potatoes together or something like that. I I was
1: like, they can't still be crisp. Crisp only lasts for so long, guys. Like... (laughs) Make it make when sense. When you heat them
0: up, they're not going to be crispy anymore. Unless you put them in the air fryer, which was not a thing in 1999. Yes, you're so. just
1: full of it. Whatever.
0: Sorry. At the club, the fake ID crew are giving their IDs to the bouncer. Of course, he lets the cute girls in. I mean, obviously. He probably didn't even look at it. But then he asked Luke what his sign is. He's like, uh, uh, uh. And the guy tells him, just get the hell out of here. and Take your sidekick with you. Too bad he didn't ask you the name of the street you lived on in the third grade. Because you would have totally had that. Well, I don't understand. He doesn't look 12
1: on a good day. So how is no. he going to get into a 21 and over club? But whatever. Never. So back in the future, and we're back at the police station for some reason. I thought they couldn't bring her in without a like an arrest warrant. But here we are back <laughs> again. Like, I think they're just like, you want to go home? Okay. Let's go back. Okay. Let's go home. <laughs> okay. And That's all they're doing. What, what is this town? So Jeff is there at the counter because apparently he just hangs out there now for just shits and giggles. <laughs> And Isabella is on her way out because this is just a, this is the only thing that's going on in this town. It's just a revolving door of these teens. So Sheriff throws down a letter in front of Megan and says, this is the letter that Luke supposedly wrote to his dad. It says he was running away and going to see family in, I have Virginia, question marks. I pay close enough attention. Yeah, it, it was Virginia. But weirdly, Megan's fingerprints are on the letter. What? She says, um, yeah, he told me he was running away and Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, that's funny because you never mentioned it before in the Mm -hmm. last six months." And she says, "Well, I was protecting him." And Sheriff tells her to stop lying and tell the truth. Why was Luke running away? And this is when the lawyer jumps up and says, "You want to ask him more questions? You're going to have to arrest her." And they get up and leave again. You know they're going to be back in twenty minutes. Like, yeah, we have they are we haven't arrested her again. That's cool. We're fine. Whatever. So. Back in the winter, Megan goes to get in the shower at Luke's house, and as she's grabbing towels, she finds Isabella's bikini tucked in the towels, like, just chilling in there. Is this from, a, you know, six months ago? Is this from recently? I was like, she's just coming over to his house and hanging out in her bikini? I mean, if they're banging, find her underwear or something, not her bikini top. I mean, I know it's random.
0: It's just bad memories of the Marco Polo incident. I know. So she was that's... like,
1: she got PTSD. Marco! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Summer, and I've got my notes, how is this place not a club? It's totally a club. They walk in and these people are dancing. Mm -hmm. It's music. Mm -hmm. It's -hmm. it's a club. Mm -hmm. Megan wants to go because the boys couldn't get in and she's feeling bad about it. And Isabelle's like, fuck them. And she goes and orders (laughs) a drink for them both and says, you don't have to drink it. Just hold it to make you look cool. And then a guy at the end of the bar apparently pays for the drinks, and he looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they laugh because he's so old, like thirty, gross. Ugh. And so Megan asks, well, "What's in this drink?" And Isabel it says, "It's just rum and coke with lime." It was the first drink that I drank with Lisa. So many great memories of Lisa. I was like, Lisa is either dead or doesn't exist. I haven't figured it oh out Oh, my yet. God. I literally wrote
0: that. Here's my theory. Lisa's dead. Isabella had something to do with it. Like, it an accident or something. But she was definitely involved. And that's why she's so obsessed with her.
1: Yeah, I think she... Well, I still think she stole her life. But whatever. Well, Megan says that she wants it to be her first drink, too. So they cheers and they drink. And then they take their glasses onto the dance floor like dicks. That's how shit gets spilled, you assholes. I work at a wedding <laughs> venue. You don't take your drink out to the goddamn dance floor Then we have to mop all night long. Blah
0: <laughs> Okay. In the winter times, Luke and Megan are out back by the pool grilling I guess she's telling Luke how Isabella whipped out like five thousand dollars like it was nothing she says it felt like charity but Luke's like it's not like that at all I know because like we have talked about it and Megan immediately goes to 11 she's like behind my back I was like they can't talk like grow up Megan she's like oh my god and you talk about me and he's like calm down bitch we talk about everything we're friends Megan just stands there pouts and then she goes on a tirade about how he and Isabella have no idea what it's like she has to work to support her family and then one pipe bursts and the money's all gone and a window gets smashed here and it's fixed overnight like it's nothing and Isabella has a problem and someone just writes a check and throws it at her and then she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then she just chatted him goodbyes. There's a lot of chatting and goodbying in this episode.
1: There is a lot.
0: Outside the club, Luke and Jeff are sitting in the car complaining about that they didn't get to go in the club slash bar, whatever this is. Luke's like, well, what are we supposed to do? Wait. And Jeff's like, "Uh, yeah, like, we're not going to leave our friends. They left us, but we're not going to leave them. Then Luke asks if Jeff and Megan have been hanging out. And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, we work together on the IDs. Like, Megan's so smart. And Luke says it's cool that they're hanging out. And then he says, for real. Like, it's for real cool you're hanging out. <laughs> he says, I hate
1: show. Jeff says she has mad computer skills. And Luke's like, maybe they look mad to you just because you suck at numbers. And Jeff's like, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Luke's a dick. <laughs> I laughed really hard. It's what a fucking bummer way. Like, I'm just less you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back in the winter. Uh, Isabella is in somebody's bedroom. I'm assuming it's Brent's. And I she's guess. just digging through his drawers like no one's going to walk in. No one's going to notice. And that's when Megan walks in. And I don't think she showered Like she went to shower She's never showered I don't think uh, and, She got
0: distracted by the bikini
1: Yeah so she walks in and says What are you doing? And Isabella says She was checking to see if there was any more tapes And she's oh cool You found my bikini Because Megan is just carrying it with her like a trophy Like da 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 And she says well where was it? And Megan says Luke's bathroom And Isabella's like well it must have got mixed up in the laundry Did you find anything else of mine? Like my thongs or like things I've been missing <laughs> My diaphragm, I don't know. Like, people use those anymore. I don't know. (laughs) know. (laughs) Megan says, When did you leave it? And this was like last summer, probably. Megan wants to know, probably or definitely. She says, Well, what are you saying? This is from before, Megan. Like, calm down. Megan has to be like, All of a sudden, she's the savior. She's like, If there has been some overlap or if you have some feelings for Luke, you should tell me. I will just deal. Isabella says I've let this whole town call me a slut and a bad friend also you can keep your scholarship but now you think I'm cheating with your boyfriend Megan's like sorry the pipes have stressed me out I was like okay okay so then Isabella says how far do I need to go to prove my loyalty to you do you need me to kill for you I was like that was a pretty big jump Isabella I feel like you've (laughs) done this before like that was her immediate thing what do I need to do Kill for you and I was like okay I get like
0: I did for Lisa or maybe she killed for Lisa and not
1: killed Lisa well she killed somebody she probably killed somebody yes the, oh for sure
0: because remember her lawyer said something about the oh yeah the problems in I, Barcelona where she was at right Russia. yeah
1: wherever yeah so back in the summer the girls are getting toasty on shots because apparently they're getting shots now And Isabel is trying to explain body shots to Megan which which she finds sexy and disgusting so <laughs> she's like I have to get a water She goes to the bar for water, and she sees Sheriff What's-His-Nuts over at the pool table. So she freaks out. She's like, we got to get out of here. He'll tell my mom. And they run out the door. Back in the winter
0: times, it's time for a super uncomfortable dinner and brent has finally made an appearance he calls luke a dildo and then he looks at isabella and says hey movie star isabella calls him a predator and megan starts in on him too then he calls isabella a slut and talks about how she was messing around with luke behind megan's back and i'm honestly confused why this isn't a show about brent's murder because he is such a dick steve comes in to break up the slut shaming party and makes them all sit down at the table why 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 are you forcing this? I don't understand. In the green bad summer, Megan is sprawled out on her bed listening to angry girl music. Debbie comes in and rips off her headphones. She is pissed that Megan knew Luke was going to run away. And how could you let Steve suffer like that? Megan says she was protecting Luke. He was really freaked out, but he wouldn't tell her why. He just said he needed to get away for a while. She says Luke showed her the letter, and she was actually supposed to be the one to put it in Steve's mailbox after she dropped Luke off at the train station, but when she went back to the cabin to pick him up, he was gone. Um, okay. At the most awkward family dinner ever, I was like, this is the most awkward family dinner since the dinner's at Jeff and Shauna's house. Everyone is eating in silence until Debbie speaks up and demands that Brent give Isabella and Luke an apology. Brent. I was shocked. He says, I'm sorry, it was wrong. Megan is like, okay, that's it. And Debbie's like, uh, yeah, that's that's not enough. And Steve is like, look, you said he was sorry. That's supposed to make everything better. I, I don't get why you're so mad. Megan says she wants Brent to admit that he filmed those girls without telling them. This is news to Debbie. And she's like, wait, girls, like multiple? There's more than one tape? She looks at Steve and asks him if he knew. He says, yes, he found out a couple of days ago. Debbie looks at Brent and says, your mother would be so ashamed of you. And Steve's like, whoa, not nah, cool bringing the mom into the conversation. Brent made a serious lapse in judgment, and he has been punished. And she's like, uh, no, this is what we've been saying all along. This is not a lapse in judgment. This is literally criminal. He says, okay, can you not question my parenting right now in front of everybody? Let's just go talk in private. And She says, nope, we can talk right here. She says, Brent is lucky he's not facing charges. Jack says, oh, well, I fixed that. I had Jack back off, so it won't be going on his permanent record. I was like, that is not, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. Permanent record's not a thing. Debbie's like, uh, maybe it should be. Maybe he needs to face actual consequences for his actions once in his life. I was like, I think uh, Debbie and fam are about to be uninvited from this sleepover. Steve, in typical fragile male ego mode, brings up the fact that she had two children out of wedlock. The horror. Oh, no. Isabel's like, don't talk about my mama like that. And Luke is still trying to get everyone to shut up and tell him how good he grilled the steaks. Where's my ass pats, you guys? Jesus, I did a good job. I even got perfect medium. Look at that. Megan's yelling at Luke because Luke's trying to defend Brent and Isabella's trying to stick up for Luke. But then Megan tells her this literally has nothing to do with her. And I was like, actually, like, I mean, it does when you made her lie and say that she's the one on this tape, like you put her in the fucking middle of this, you bitch. I can't believe she's agreeing to keep this secret. Yep. Megan is an awful person. Yep. She's a bad friend. She's, I, I don't understand this at all. This loyalty is confusing. Debbie is holding her own down at the other end of the table. She says that she takes responsibility for her actions. She doesn't sweep them under the table to protect her social status. This is what happens when the ch- you put the chamber family name over your family. Hope it was worth it. Napkin drop chatham Chat goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: and then everybody else just keeps eating like, i was like really i'm still hungry i don't know about you guys well i don't think that her and steve were in like the best terms anyways because when they, did you notice when they got to the house we know from the tapes that there's a gate so they had to have been buzzed in through the gate but when they got to right. the house she still had to ring the bell they weren't waiting for her they weren't, like, opening yeah. the door. They're, like, still... Ha- and, okay. and he's... She's been dating this guy slash working for this guy for years. Why wouldn't they just, like, walk in? But, okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Back in the summer, the girls are running out of the pub and giggling because they saw Sheriff inside. Floor it! And they <laughs> so they screech off and they're just giggling some more. And Jeff asked Megan if she was drinking. And she says, yes! And Luke says, wait, you were drinking? I would have liked to see that for the first time. And Megan says, you still can. It's still there, you silly goose. So, uh, back in the wintertime, Megan and Debbie go home and discuss taking Isabella's money as a loan. Megan says she already owes her too much for helping her keep the scholarship and dealing with my bullshit and being a terrible person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The phone rings literally once. Just once and stops. And like five minutes later, Megan goes over and answers it. Some voice on there says, Go back where you came from, you skanky, dirty hoe. And I was like, Grandma, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Megan hangs up and it immediately rings again. Debbie says, It could be Luke or Steve. Answer it. And I was like, Sure. Okay. I said, That's even more reason to not answer uh, it, yeah. but whatever. And then she picks it up and then, like, after a big long pause again. Cheating, bitch. So, Megan just unplugs it and says, this stupid tape is ruining everything. And Debbie says, this cover story is putting a lot of pressure on both of you. Your friendship. You sure it's worth it? And Megan says, it better be. It's my future. Um. Oh, yeah. Are you and Steve going to be okay? I mean, I don't really care, but I thought I'd check in. And Debbie says, love isn't always enough. You have to see the world in the same way. Like, through the hole in our ceiling. <laughs> just dumb so back in the summer oh grandma is it you sorry (laughs) so dumb Uh, back in the summer the group is drinking beer at luke's pool because they went from a place where adults might see them and tell their parents back to his house where his parents Mm -hmm. live but whatevs (laughs) megan cheers to the best cocktail sensei ever luke says who are you what have you done with my friend megan and she says, she's just living in the now, my dude. No, oh, whatever. Jeff says it looks good on her and asks her to take a walk. And so as they're walking away, you get, my closed caption said, Megan asks, have you ever heard of a body shot? <laughs> so dumb. So they go for a walk on the tennis court, which is apparently like two feet away from it's where like they were. 20 work. feet away. <laughs> it's right there. Megan says it's a bummer that Jeff didn't get to use his ID and Jeff says it was worth it to spend time with her and he kisses her and and back at like the two feet over where Isabel and Luke are she's telling him about the club but he's too busy creeping Megan and Jeff and she says she wishes he got in and he says me too because I obviously missed out on so much fun and then he kisses her because he's being a creeper and he's like well I'll show that Megan I can kiss girls too yeah in the green
0: summer, the sheriff shows up to Debbie's house again, but this time he has a warrant for Megan's computer, and he says they have reason to believe it has evidence of fraud on it. He starts walking upstairs, and Megan is freaking the fuck out. She's like, you can't do that, and I'm like, uh, yes, he can, because he has a warrant, and he does. He leaves, and Megan is losing her shit. Isabella peeks out from the airstream, but she's just like, "Nah, no, that's not my problem. Closes the door. Later that night in the good summer, Megan and Isabella are laying on the floor talking about Megan and Jeff's kiss. Megan's like, should I call him? And Isabella's like, um, no, desperation, just chill. Megan asks Isabella to sleep over. And then they giggle and they have a lackluster throw pillow fight. It's super fun. So dumb. In the green summer, Megan is on the phone with someone telling them that the sheriff had a warrant and took her computer. She says there's some really bad stuff on there if they find it, but I think I took care of it so they won't be able to. Meanwhile, at the police station, they have a tech guy, and he's trying to crack into her computer, but he's like, uh, oh, I can't get into this. There's some kind of virus.
1: Because they found a file so, of of the day before, and I was like, so what? Okay. It's like her playing right. Minecraft? And he's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I, so I'm assuming that Jeff, while he was at the station, he ratted her out for like the fake ID thing. And that's what she's been doing. It's right. like selling IDs or whatever. And he ratted her out because he, she ratted him out or threatened to yeah. during the winter time.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I think these two probably had like a side business hustle going for on for, together or whatever.
0: Ooh, that's a good theory.
1: So back in the winter, the repair guys are at the house because apparently Steve sent them over to fix the roof. It's his way of apologizing. Megan opens the mail and sees her report card and she got a C plus. What? But is the C plus in reference to that chat message she got? (gasps) Oh, shit. So I think it's like her computer teacher is like, you want to improve your grade? Come sit on my lap kind of thing.
0: Ooh, I was kind of thinking maybe it was more of like a Ferris Bueller thing. And like she found a way to go into the school system and change her grade like. Somebody Uh, was offering to go into the system and change her grade, but she clicked it out, and so it didn't happen, you know?
1: Oh, maybe. Well, because one was the summer. The summer was when she got the chat message, and then this is winter. So what happened in that six months? I don't know. Maybe it's unrelated. Maybe there's really bad with clues in this stupid show, because whatever. (laughs) So back in the future, Sheriff has pulled Megan and the lawyer again. And again, without an arrest warrant. We're just hanging out at the police station. Apparently they have good cookies. Mm-hmm. And he says, I just received some information that shed some light on things. On January 1st, Luke disappeared, and you were the last person to see him alive. And I was like, yeah, not new information. Keep going. Nope. Megan says, um, he ran away. And the letter backs me up on that. And Sheriff says, the letter with your fingerprints? She's like, I was helping him. Or was this part of a cover-up? Luke was the love of your life. Your relationship was never the same after the tape. And it only got worse when you found out you were pregnant. Dun-dun-dun. And he says, I think you and Luke went to the cabin. and He rejected the idea of a future with you. So you killed him. I don't think she's pregnant. I think Isabella was pregnant. Uh,
0: Okay, well, number one, I think that this uh, lawyer needs to fire her ass, like, immediately. Because... He keeps asking her, Is there anything else? And she says, No. And then the sheriff keeps saying, Aha! But one more thing. He keeps Columboing her ass like a million times. Well, I hadn't thought about that. I don't know. In my Googling, I was Googling to make the meme for the last one, and I saw a picture of Megan holding a pregnancy test. So that did not, but she could just be holding it. Like Isabella hands it to, you know what I mean? Or she finds it it in
1: the trash and it's in the trash. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. Right. But I knew there would be something like about that coming up. Um, what else was I going? Oh, oh, they have never said this, but are Luke's fingerprints on the letter? Because I feel like that, (laughs) that is open and shut because if Luke's fingerprints are on the letter, Okay case closed if luke's fingerprints are not and they're just megan's same thing i mean that feels like a huge piece of information that either they just have neglected to look into or they haven't said yet i feel like the sheriff would be like okay luke didn't write this because luke's fingerprints on it is just yours but like, what if it was that. like
1: a type letter and he typed it And he asked her to print it out and give it to his dad.
0: I feel like that's something the sheriff would have said. Yours are the only fingerprints on this letter. Explain that. Like, if Luke supposedly wrote this. I think that would be something that would um, be interesting to know. But whatever, because this is not like a real investigation. So they're not going to ask any real questions. It's just going to be this bullshit every time they go to the police station.
1: Well, I mean, here we are. It's December 23rd. What's going to happen in the next... Week that's gonna make all this shit go down like is it know. just a lot of like stress and tension and I think you're cheating with my boyfriend just because I'm unhappy with my life kind of thing and let's like have a big fight and maybe they are cheating I don't know and I he's so lame why are we fighting over this stupid little I boy No.
0: know he uh i that's why i said like the first episode i don't believe this you didn't make it believable he's not a guy that these two beautiful girls would be fighting over he's a dork Uh, maybe he's a fact that he's rich but so is isabella like what the hell does she care she got five thousand dollars in her back pocket
1: well i mean if anything they should have swapped him with the actor that plays brent and be like, okay, this is more reasonable. Maybe. And then made, <sighs> and then I think made, gross too. I know he's, I think he's gross too, but he's better, like he's least more adult looking. And then right, this guy, true. this kid that plays Luke could be like the creepy brother. That's actually like videotaping people have sex apparently, but he wouldn't be, I could see that, but he wouldn't be having sex with all these girls. He would just be videotaping no. somebody else having sex with these girls. No.
0: Yeah. You're telling me this guy is the a highly desirable sex fiend. No. No.
1: I don't know. Casting is bad. I think they want it to be, like, it wanted it to be believable that he, him and her could be friends for, like, ever, and they're, like, best friends, but he could have been, like, cute and, like, an adult. Like, what happened to, like, these 35-year-old people that they had for his high school <laughs> kids? They, right. they went and got, like, a middle schooler, and like, yeah, it'll work. Huh. I bet you he's, re- he, he's related to the girl and her cat. It's her older brother or something. Mm-hmm. It's or it's, brother, she's yeah. got a crush Slightly on him. Slightly older brother. Slightly older brother. Yeah. They
0: hear too many people complaining about, like, the 90210 cast being in their 30s. And they're like, okay, okay, fine. We're not having any year g- olds g- a Gabriel
1: Kateris situation here. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, Andrea. Where's your 401k? Okay. Well, that is the end of that
1: episode. I hate this show. The next episode is called All I Want for Christmas.
0: All I want for Christmas. Uh, and, um, springing a leak, I thought, well, there's the obvious springing the leak from the plumbing, but also I feel like it also means, like, that there's, like, a crumbling of this, um, relationship. Yeah. Like, this whole secret. All these like, relationships. Is starting, all these relationships right, are crumbling. Or are starting to spring leak. Yeah.
1: So it's her and Isabella. It's her and Luke. It's Debbie and her Steve. Her and Jeff. Yeah.
0: Debbie and Steve. Yep. Brent and the
1: world. Yeah, rent in his hand because it's always going
0: on. Um. <laughs> okay, well, let's see what could people tell us.
1: Oh, did you ever have a fake ID, or what was the name of the club that you went to? What Was your first, or what's your what was your first drink? What was your oh first God. drink?
0: Oh, mine was probably either a Zima, uh, as I think we talked about this. We that was something we drank a lot of when. We were not of legal age. And also, uh, those big bottles of Boone's Farm. Our favorite was Fuzzy Naval. And I'll just admit to all my crimes, because why not? We used to steal beers from the Kroger, because one of our friends worked at the local Kroger and told us that they had put the little cameras in the ceiling, but they hadn't actually installed the security system. So we would wear our big winter coats and then we would go into the beer section and we would put beers on our the inside pockets of our winter coats and walk right past the security guard that stood at the front of the store and then we would go park behind a church and drink oh so special yeah it's okay I can say all the stuff because my mom's gone now so you know no judgment anymore
1: my parents can't figure out how to like set an alarm clock and they don't have smartphones so they'll <laughs> never hear this um let's see my first drink was at a party somebody brought their mom's frozen slush mix it was like rum and something red or Yum. something like and they made it into like into a slushy frozen stuff and somebody brought it and I don't know why I was 14. And I was like, I'll take some of that. And I had, like, a bite of it. And I was like, I'm so wasted. I was totally one of those girls. And then after that, let's see. After that, it was a whole year of debauchery at 14. I drank at band camp. The seniors snuck in beers. And I drank that. And then I drank. Oh, I still. My parents never drank. Never. I mean, never that I saw.
0: Oh, my mom literally said that it was the devil's brew. Like, not ironically like legitimately that's what she thought that alcohol was from the devil and it was evil and she would not allow it in her house even when i was engaged to be married tweed and i would have to hide beers like when we would
1: be drinking downstairs at her house because she would have flipped well my parents drink i remember them going out when i was little but they didn't like they never had like alcohol in the house they didn't have like sit and drink wine they didn't have cocktails they didn't do any of that but somebody had given them or given my dad maybe a bottle of peach schnapps as a gift and it had sat in our cupboard for years, like literal years. And so one day I just took it and I we went out to our local club, uh, Top of the Rock and my friend downed it like she gave me a little bit but she downed it and then she puked all over the club and they made it kicked us out and we had to sit out in the car like we were jeff and luke sitting out in the car for the the older kids to come out (laughs) and then she puked the whole way home and we went we went to some random guy's house while she puked some more and i sat and watched skateboard videos with them until she sobered up and i could take her home because she was spending the night at my house so oh my lord we threw the bottle out the, out the window of the car as we were driving home, so no one would know that we had stolen it. And yeah. good times, good memories. That and Heineken. Yeah. We drank Heineken that night, too, so. All right. Well,
0: enough of our criminal history. If you want to tell us yours, you can
1: do that in so many different places. Like where, Tiffany? You can go to our website at thatsooriginalpodcast.com. You can send us a, an email at that's original podcast at gmail.com. You can check out our awesome memes at Facebook and Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. Go to X, I guess. I'm so uncomfortable mm-hmm. saying that. And go to <laughs> That's So Pod. You can go to iTunes and leave us a like and a review there. You can go to Spotify and just like us there. All you got to do is hit the little yeah. burp and then you're you, we, we love you. And we, love you. we are available on any place you get your podcasts. Just tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. There's this tell show. your Megans. Please tell your Megans. Megan B's specifically are really into this show. So <laughs> let them all know. If you have a Megan yeah. B in your life, um, I'm just going to say that having a Megan B in your life is amazing. And I love them, but Aww. they also love us. So maybe look that up in your life as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for hanging out with us and we'll be back next time with episode five. All I want for Christmas is you and i will probably be singing mariah carey a lot and if that's a problem i don't care okay bye debbie says <coughs> what was
1: that <laughs> it was a sneeze sorry <laughs> <laughs> I started, something like a snake came in <laughs>